About four days ago, I got some bad news about a friend of mine uh, who passed away uh, after a lengthy illness. Uh, Roger was not only a, a high school classmate of mine, but he was the first catcher I ever threw to in baseball. Starting when we were in Little League, he was my catcher. And we were the battery, battery mates for probably four or five years uh, through Little League. Uh, I don't know whether you're watching, but the Little League World Series is on right now. And the team, I believe, from Meadville, not too far from here, is still going strong. So it's a, uh, they're 12-year-old boys. When I was 12-year-old, a 12-year-old and a pitcher in Little League, Roger was my catcher. And when we finished Little League and went into what was called Pony League then, 13-year-old, a 15-year-old, he was my catcher. I knew Roger really well, and uh, it was a shock, you know, when you are teammates with someone at a very young age, uh, it stays with you. Now, Roger didn't continue with baseball. He went into uh, bull riding, I think. Uh, he was bullheaded, too. Good catchers always are, because they have to put up with us temperamental pitchers all the time, but... Uh, he, I went into baseball, and he, you know, when I was hearing the news of Roger, I remembered how he had made a comment to me when we were in high school. And I was playing high school baseball, and he wasn't. But he noticed when he'd stop by and watch his practice how the high school coach was really picking on me, was riding me really hard. And Coach Maxwell did. He was always giving me extra things to do and he was uh, watching me with a, with a microscope to see how I acted on the field. was always taking me aside and showing me different things. And he was picking on me. And at one point I asked him about that. And he said words that I will never forget. He said, uh, yeah, you're right, I'm picking on you. But I'm not doing it because I doubt you. I do it so that you will not doubt yourself. See, his test of me and his challenges for me were so that I could dig down deep inside and realize who I really was as a baseball player. And he was right in doing that because our natural inclination is to ease off a little bit. Well, because of the way he picked on me, I was able to play all the way through high school and into college in a year of semi-pro baseball because I was challenged. And I was thinking about all of this because that is precisely the way God challenges and tests us. We have a gospel lesson today that is one of the best about how God tests us, and it's not the way you think. Last week, we had another gospel lesson about God testing someone. That lesson a week ago was about St. Peter when Jesus walked on the water. And Peter said, Lord, let me walk on the water too. And Jesus said, well, come on. And Peter did until he looked away from Jesus and he sank. 
In our lesson today, there's a woman, a Canaanite woman, whose daughter was possessed by a demon, and she desperately wanted to get to Jesus and ran into one obstacle after another from Jesus himself and the apostles. God tests us. He doesn't tempt us. Temptation is an enticement to do something that is inherently wrong or bad or harmful. God doesn't tempt us, but he does test us. And we all face tests in our lives and lives and ob obstacles, and we make a mistake when we think that God is doubting us. How could God doubt us? He created us. He knows everything there is to know about us. He has no doubts about who we are. But he doesn't want us to doubt ourselves. He wants us to keep rising in greatness before him. Testing is something different the way God tests us. And let me just give you two quick examples of that. Abraham, the great patriarch Abraham, the, the ancient rabbi said that God tested Abraham ten times. These were holy tests. One of them, of course, was to take his child Isaac to Mount Moriah and to sacrifice him. That's some test, right? Your only, only child, the miracle child, Isaac, sacrifice, but God stayed the hand and did not let Abraham sacrifice. But he was testing Abraham. Why? Why was he doing that? When Abraham argued with God about Sodom and Gomorrah that God should spare them, who was being tested there? It wasn't God. God already knew what He was going to do. It's Abraham who was tested. Who was being tested? Was God testing the faith of Abraham when he was getting ready to, to put his son Isaac to death? No, God already knew what Abraham was going to do. But he wanted Abraham to see how great he could be by being faithful. When Moses on Mount Sinai took the broken tablets back to God because the people had sinned, and God said to Moses, I'm going to go down and destroy all of those people, and Moses, I will make you into a great nation. And Moses begged God not to do that. Who was being tested there? God was testing Moses. God wasn't being put to the test. He wanted Moses to see how great he could be. God tests us so that we can reach down into our hearts and souls and rise up to be the great people he wants us to be. Just like the woman from Canaan in our gospel lesson today, Jesus and his apostles, were, Jesus led them out of the Israeli territory, out of the Jewish part of the Mideast, into unclean territory. They went over to the coast, to the region between Tyre and Sidon, unclean territory, and this Canaanite woman comes out to meet Jesus an unclean woman coming to make illegal contact with an Orthodox Jewish uh, troop, a rabbi and his followers. She was in desperate straits. Her daughter was possessed by a demon. That drove her out. Lord, Son of David, have mercy on me. 
My daughter has a demon inside of her. And Jesus said not one word to her. She persisted. Lord, help me. The apostles come to Jesus and say, send this woman away. She's driving us crazy calling out. And Jesus tells his apostles, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman persisted, came right up and fell at Jesus' feet and said, Lord, help me. And Jesus said, it is not right to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. And the woman said, yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the food that fall from the table of the Master. And Jesus said, woman, great is your faith. Great is your faith. Let it be done to you as you have asked. And her child was healed from that moment. Who was being tested there? What was Jesus teaching? He was teaching. Everything Jesus did, everything we hear from Him in the Gospel is teaching us. That's the ministry of the church, the teaching ministry. Who was Jesus teaching? He was teaching His apostles who were watching Him and trying to send the woman away. And this Canaanite woman, Mark's version of this story calls her a Syrophoenician woman. Assyria, the ancient enemy of the Hebrews, the Canaanites, the ancient enemy of the Hebrews, the, uh, the Phoenicians, the ancient enemy of the Hebrews. This woman was an enemy. And yet, in her desperation, she came to Jesus for help. And she got it. She persisted against the obstacles. She passed the test. No question. Jesus saw great faith in her. Faith in what? Faith in whom? Faith in Jesus. Last Sunday's Gospel, Peter sank into the water that he was walking on when he took his eyes off of Jesus. And Jesus said to Peter, Oh, you of little faith! Why did you doubt? Peter, the rock upon which Jesus built His church, Jesus said, you have little faith. Peter, the one who denied three times and even knew Jesus, little faith. But Jesus was teaching and instructing just like He does us. God doesn't test us because He doubts us. He knows your faith. He knows you because He created you. He gives us tests and obstacles that we come across so that we will not doubt our faith. We reach down into us and we find that in our hearts and souls is the Lord God Himself. He is the one who's with us. So when we face obstacles, and Lord knows we're facing obstacles now. There are things coming at us from so many different directions. I, I've turned the news off completely. I don't even want to hear it anymore. And I'm an old newspaper person. I don't want to know. I get my Bible out and read it. We're being tested. This is not the time to run or turn. The Hebrew word that's used when uh, God tests His people is uh, nisayon, from the, the root word nes, which means to raise up. 
when we come into difficulty, God is trying to raise us up so that we can grow in our knowledge and love of Him and know that He is with us through all adversity when we keep our eyes focused on Him. There's another Hebrew word, lashon, uh, which means to run away. That's not what God tests us for. Our challenge and our joy is to keep our eyes focused upon the one who walked to us on the water and the storms and the turbulences of our life, the one who's with us through it all, who knows everything about us, past, present, and future. When people come into confession and, and they say, uh, you know, I don't think I've confessed, I don't think God knows it. What do you mean God doesn't know about something? He knows everything you've ever thought, everything you've ever said, everything you've ever done, past, present, and future. There are no mysteries when God looks at us. And when we come to Him, He doesn't doubt us. He loves us. He doesn't want us to doubt Him. And He doesn't want us to doubt how great we can be by keeping our eyes focused on Him. Know that He loves you. He's with you always. Challenges, tests, come. God doesn't tempt us. He never tries to lead us away from the truth. He leads us closer and closer to Himself. When my coach was pushing me and picking on me and making me run extra laps when I didn't do what I was supposed to do, he said he was doing it because he knew that there was, there was really greatness within me. And he was helping me to, to find that out for myself. He did not doubt me. He didn't want me to doubt myself. God doesn't doubt you either. He loves you. He doesn't want you to doubt him or to doubt his love for you. There is greatness inside of you in the Holy Spirit. Truly great things. We're going to prove that in just a few moments when we baptize new members of the church and we see the power of the Holy Spirit come among us to come among the babies that we present to Him and we make promises and God makes promises to us and we start that cycle again of becoming great in the eyes of the Lord. Know that God does not doubt you. He loves you and He knows everything there is to know about you. Keep your eyes on Him. Especially when things get rough, and they're rough. Keep your eyes on Him. Keep calling out to Him. Remember the Canaanite woman. She cried out to Jesus and heard not one word in reply. Even members of Jesus' own apostles told the woman to get away. But she persisted in her faith. And Jesus rewarded her with the reward that's for all of us. Great is the faith that is within you because the Lord Jesus Christ is within you. Hold fast to Him. He'll never let go of you. Amen.